When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi there. This is Martin Popoff, scribbler of 85 heavy metal books and host of History in 5 Songs with Martin Popoff podcast. When I need to get my kiss fix, I listen to Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Listen to us both on the Pantheon Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Check them out. Oh boy. Here we go. Oi. Pressing the button, Star Simmons, Star, Stop shouting! He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. But it grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because fuck it. Six one seven five two five zero. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hello, hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus and Joey Casada. With another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 219, Ultimate Kiss Madness Wrap-Up. Boys, how are you? What's up? Boys, thanks for having me. I know I was your first choice for tonight's uh, episode. I was honored to be a part of it, even though I'm not in the Hall of Fame, you pieces of shit. Uh, And just for for the record, I'm going to put this on the record right now. I got... Thousands and millions of fans <laughs> writing me, <laughs> writing me, Million, millions. writing me emails, posted on your stupid pages that I deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm going on record right now. I will never enter the Hall of Fame. Never. Perfect. I don't care you'll how never many be asked. <laughs> no. You'll never, you'll never. But we we said this before we started recording. The best thing for your career was not getting into the Hall of Fame. Well, that's a slight exaggeration. No, it's the be- no, it's the be- it's the it's the best thing for your career. Trust me. What, what, Trust me. What what's the best thing? Playing with Ace, torn with Kiss. No, not getting into the <laughs> not, shout out not loud getting... cast Hall of Fame. Well, I'll tell you, it has the most legs. It's still living. Hey, uh, yeah. should should we tell people why Joey is here? Do we, should, do we want to upset? Well, him? the funny thing is, I said Joey earlier. I'm like, 
I don't even remember who we put in, but I do remember who we didn't put in. <laughs> it's true. But it's you true. you couldn't name the Hall of Fame right now if you tried. No, but, I'm like, what, what were the categories? Well, what's what's Susan Lucci famous for? <laughs> Never winning the award, right? So yeah. there you go. You don't know who the hell won those stupid Emmys every year, but you knew she didn't win. <laughs> she was a hot little Italian number. Oh. That's what they Ooh. say about me, Zeus. Perfect. Hot little ah, Italian number. That's boom. true. There you go. Who's <laughs> in so Lucci and Joey Casada? No. No. The Paisan twins. <laughs> you get to bang Susan Lucci, Tom, but you have to hook up with Joey, too. Is Susan Lucci still alive? Let me tell you something right now. Tom, oh, if no. Tom saw me and Susan Lucci in a lineup right now, he's 100% choosing me. 100%. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now, Joey, I'd pick you anyways. I'll my pick you anyways. has got to be 90. Babies. Oh, God. All right. That, so this is why you're not in the Hall of Fame. You're talking about your own ass. <laughs> She's got to be 90, right? I don't know. Let's not she talk about it. I, she was feels like she was like 75 back then. Yeah, and uh, like 30 years ago. Right. She might be 120. <laughs> Get a little nice little gummy from her. She's uh, she's 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 still alive. She's uh she's still alive. She's 70. She'll be she'll be 77 this year. That's it. Yep. Wow, what does she look she like? Was- she looked older, I guess. For 77, she looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to be nice until a picture part that she looks like a scarecrow with like two little fucking cantaloupes for tits. They don't even look uh, real. Uh, <clears throat> Anyways, this is what it, this is why Joey can't come on the show because we digress. All right. All right. Should we tell people why Joey's on? Go ahead. You take control, right. my friend. For, for, so every year we do the tournament every year. Jericho forces his way onto our show to be part of a tournament wrap-up. And because Fancy Pants Jericho is touring with Fozzie, he said he couldn't make it. We get it. So we said, all right, I guess we'll just settle on Casada." You know as well <laughs> as I know that is absolutely false. Jericho <laughs> is a shit guest. The people don't demand him. They demand <laughs> one person, and that's me. Hit my music, Zeus. Oh, you already had your theme. As soon as I announced you, you already played. Uh, hit it again. Fuck him. Hit it again. Fuck him. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Anyway. So this is what, so so this is what we do. We break that. We have some fun. We talk at the tournament. We talk about the winner. We congratulate our our shout out loud caster bracket champion Josh Brown. We'll get into that. And then uh, and then we just have fun talking. Kiss. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa! You didn't Hold win. That's why I think I'm on right now. I did not win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you serious. Can- did I win? Didn't you pick like charisma to win the whole thing? No, I I have Detroit Rock City. Go look at my sheet right now. Yeah, you and three hundred other people <laughs> picked Detroit Rock City. I filled out all numbers. That's what you guys wanted, oh, right? <laughs> regardless, Joey. regardless, let's talk about last week's episode. We did part two of Ace Fraley joining Eddie Trunk. Uh, and, uh, we get on, we got into it. We did a little poll, but before we get a poll, we got to give a shout out to the tax man. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's right. Hey, our, our, our amazing sponsor. I've said this before, and I'm not just saying this because he's a sponsor and a friend. He took care of my taxes this year. Tony Barone from ABCPA Inc. He's not only a sponsor and a listener of the show, he's my tax man. So we want to tell everybody that ABCPA Inc. is an accounting firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that can assist you with all your accounting and tax needs. For businesses, they 
for bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing your federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorships, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing your personal federal and state income tax. They have access to all 50 states. So whether you live in Brooklyn, New York, or San Jose, California, ABCPA can prepare and e-file on your behalf. Did you know Kiss Army? If you own a business with employees and have had a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state-mandated shutdowns, you might be entitled to additional tax credits. Follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn and visit them on their website at abcpainc.com. That's www.abcpainc.com. Or email our buddy Tony at tony at abcpainc.com. That's tony at abcpainc.com. Or call him directly at 708 708- Four three zero three two three two. That is seven zero eight four three zero three two three two. I mean, you got. Please tell me at least CPR Inc is doing your taxes for free. It's because CP. It's ABCPA Inc. Don't you dare insult our S- sponsor. SDQ Inc. gets this prime <laughs> spot every week. I got to press the stupid fast forward button four or five times to get through this before I hear the end. And I still hear you rattling off this freaking (laughs) promo. Please at least tell me. Tony Barone from QBR Inc. is doing your taxes for free. Please tell me. That is that's private business information that we can't disclose publicly. That's on our the podcast. personal private business. He has to be pleased. He's better for this slot right here. My book should be this slot right here. Pay us. We'll do it. The BBC, Pay us. BBC Inc. slot gone. Put the start with the dream book. I'll pay you guys top dollar. Check is in the mail. Just start doing it, and I'll see what kind of feedback I get from my sales, and you'll talk, get a piece of the revenue. Talk to our marketing and sales department at the conclusion of this episode, and we'll set you up. Okay. Jericho is not your marketing and sales guy. I'll talk to him anyway. But. That's true. That's true. But anyways, let's get to our poll. So last week we talked again about Ace appearing on Eddie Trunk. That's God, my God, that was just another disaster. So of course we had to come up with a poll. We want to come up with something fun here. So we asked everybody what we got a ton of votes on this, which sometimes the the poll involvement amazes me. What do you think is more likely to happen? That Ace and Kiss continue to fight. That Ace performs at the Madison Square Garden shows. That Ace shoots lasers out of his guitar at Paul. <laughs> Or that Paul throws Ace overboard on the Kiss Cruise. Joey, what do you think is most likely to happen? <laughs> I mean, what my wish would be Ace throws Paul overboard on the cruise. I mean, no, Paul throws Ace overboard. No, no, no. I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I see. Re- I'm rearranging it. Okay. I would love to see the fight. I want to see them go at it. I would love to see Ace tackle Paul and just launch him overboard. And Paul fucking flapping in the wind, pizza. Dough flying everywhere and wine and his electric bike goes right, right, on, right in there with him. I think the funny thing about that question is uh, thinking that Ace would ever be asked on the Kiss Cruise. <laughs> but anyways, 67% of the people have no sense of humor and they just said Ace and Kiss will continue to fight. That, that's probably what's going to happen. We, but we tried to make it fun, but you guys are all boring. B. Cruzel says, I personally like the option where Ace and Peter point to Tommy and Eric and yell to security. Those two beat us up and took our costumes. Ooh, tough. But no joking around. Am I crazy to say 
if Kiss had any sense of humor, how fucking epic would it be? They recreate the last scene in Phantom of the Park. I, I'm with and, you, buddy. And Amazing. they battle on stage. They have goofy, cheesy effects. And they literally battle on stage. And at the end, Tommy and Eric blow up. They put the smoke bombs. They're gone. And then the original four are there for a few songs. How can funny you imagine? Can you imagine how perfect that would be? Oh. What, a, what, what a dream scenario. What a dream scenario. Uh, what else do we got here from some of our listeners? Ken in Satan service, one of my favorite Twitter handler, handles. Another hilarious episode. I am not part of the ace cult by any means, but I can understand his frustration with the years of constant jabs and comments made by Paul and Gene. But the two Eddie Trunk interviews didn't help his case at all. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's see. John Gross says Ace and Kiss are going to continue this because the rock press is all about clickbait. Yeah, we had a lot of people think that this was just like some publicity stunt. I, Ace ain't that smart. Ace is not that. Ah, what are you guys talking about? Uh, let's see. Kevin's on fire says another great Twitter handle. Forget playing together again. I want a reality show with the original four living in a house together. They could do group therapy sessions in the elder room. Oh, get that doctor from some kind of monster, the Metallica documentary. That'd be fantastic. But uh, that's enough Twitter for now because we want to get into the episode. But Zeus, what do you got on your end of the land there with the book of face? Uh, our buddy backpack Brad Rustoven from the Slamfest podcast. QBC Inc. Oh, you stop. You mocking our advertisers. Damn you. <laughs> he says 12 hour shifts. What are you in a coal mine? Love it, Tom. Oh, yeah. I've been working six days a week, 12 hour shifts. Scott Wheeler was joking about the fact that Ace would say something rotten and then two seconds later give them love. He says, Ace just heard the episode and said, Tom and Zeus are hack losers who know nothing about music. (laughs) But I really like those guys. It's a good show. (laughs) Our buddy Jeff Kinsley from the Kiss Cruise. Yeah, Jeff. Him and Michelle, they fucking rock. Jeff's got a pretty cool YouTube channel, guys. You guys should check it out. That's right. Um, yeah, he puts on a lot of good kiss shit on there. He's a musician and he looks like Dio, so he rocks. <laughs> so, anyway, Jeff says, Thanks for these two episodes. I didn't have the patience to listen to the interviews, so it was good to get a detailed description of what happened and being able to laugh at all this shit. Nice. Uh, Bruce Fowdy says, Hey guys, great episode. Oh, hey guys, great episode. <laughs> Bruce Kill Bruce Fowdy. There he is. Bruce Fowdy Kulik. Hey guys, great episode. Again, Ace showed us his true colors as a whack job who happens to play damn good guitar. Never gave a shit about the fans. Ever. I'll disagree with you on the point. You made about Tommy recreating Ace's solos. Bruce Kulik made changes to those classic solos, made them his own. Didn't feel out of place. Paul. Literally made Eric Singer change his drumming style to be more traditional, less flashy. Granted, ES didn't have to go to extreme and fold laundry while playing. And Tommy Solos, both live and in studio, are basically ace ripoffs, except <laughs> not as sloppy. Uh, so what do you think of what Bruce Kulik said there, uh, Joey? <laughs> it weirdly sounds like Bruce, you fucking sick bastard. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I've been told by uh, Eddie himself, who said he he thinks our our Bruce impressions are better than our Ace. 
right. It's funny because because you know why? Because everyone does ace. He's fairly easy to do, right? Yeah. Bruce is not easy to do, and until you hear someone do it, you don't realize. You don't realize it. Yeah, that's what Bruce sounds like. It's the pausing. It's the phrasing, like Captain Kirk. Bruce is awesome. We love him. (laughs) Oh, we love like a weird accent or anything, but it's always like it's always telling a story. Bruce Kulick, how you doing? What's going on? The shade. What a tour. Flapjacks, best breakfast. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Love Bruce. Bruce is the man. Anyways, yeah, so what do you think about that, Joey? I'm curious, as as a musician, uh, what people say about, hey, they do change the styles. You can play it without being boring. Yeah, listen, I mean, obviously, Tommy and Eric are neutered right now to do what Gene and Paul want them to do. And I don't really, I honestly don't know if it's Gene and Paul saying it or it's, Tommy and Eric taking it upon themselves to try to recreate something. I don't know the dynamics. I really don't. But I do know, obviously, we've seen the revenge lineup. We know Eric plays different. And Eric can still play like that. Don't, you know, for the, and I shit on Eric all the time now, but Eric is still a monster. He just chooses not to do it right now. Absolutely, yes. And I don't know if it's because laziness or because he chooses not to do it. But even when when I toured with him in 2004 on the Rock Nation tour, he played more simplistic than Revenge, but he was still flashy. He was still throwing some Eric Singer stuff in. So now he's more neutered than ever. And I don't know. I think, again, I, I think I've said this before, maybe on the show. It's because of the click track. And for people who don't know what the click track is, it's they have to play to a click track. The drummer plays to a click track because not only because they're playing to tracks that Paul's singing to and, and whatnot, but all the pyro and stuff and the lights are all synced to the show. So every beat and every hit of every every song is synced up with this click track, with the pyro, with the lights, with the with yeah. the track. So and I think either Eric is not trying hard enough or some drummers and I've experienced this just can't feel a way to improvise with the click. Joey, before we spend an entire episode on this quickly, do you think it's as simple as him I mean, I hate to say this, but we've said this before. Do you think he's like literally bored? I think he's just phoning it in. If you if you want my honest that, opinion, yeah, that's, I, 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 I think I think he just okay. I know these songs backwards and forwards now. I, yeah, I'm just I'm going to show. I'm going to try to preserve energy and not go all out anymore. And kind of, I don't want to say half acid because he's still playing really well. I think he just it, wants to get through the show. Yeah, yeah, that's what that that's sucks. what I see. It's yep. too bad because you're right. I, I I don't think anybody, including Zeus and I, are denying his ability to be an incredible drummer. We're just we're just making an observation of what we're seeing now. I forget when it was, but I think it was Bruce. Did Bruce do like a? I don't know if it was a New Year's show. He did a show where Brent was sick. Do you guys remember this in Vegas? Yeah, I think. And yep, Stinger sat in. Right? Am I wrong? Yes, I think he you did. are right. He couldn't do certain songs. Right, but Singer. If you watch clips from that show, has a little flash and a little little bit of yes. old singer in there, so he's excited again. I listen. I get it. A click track really neuters a drummer. It really it chops your balls off. That's what it does. And but you got to learn how to play with the click and still be a little bit energetic. Yeah, gotcha. Yep, that's why we have right. Joey the drummer on. All right. So Daniel Holler Houston. 
after the reference to Kramer saying, well, we finally bottomed <laughs> out, my mind immediately went to A sitting in Kramer's apartment saying, hey, where are the cameras? I'm a good looking man. And then another Seinfeld reference, somebody like your point, Tom, Zach Zedra says, it's like talking to Morty Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> My wallet's gone. My wallet's My gone. <laughs> uh, John Whiteman says, although I'm bored with the ace drama, I don't think I'll ever get tired of Zeus's ace imitation. I'd like to propose a tribute album. Oh God! People recording Ace covers and covers of Ace's terrible covers, <laughs> using their best worst Ace imitation voice. The lead single could be Zeus singing "Good Times, Bad Times." If someone wanted to crowdfund this thing, I'll gladly chip in. It probably chart higher than his originals album. Well, we got a drummer in the house right here who can do it for us. The best part, it's the word. Listen, I don't know why you guys don't do video. Listen, I know you're not handsome men by any means, but uh, it's true. I know. You should you should really be videoing and releasing your video because people don't you every for everyone out there when these two morons do their ace impressions, they look like they're have they look. I, I'm going to say it. They look like Jerry from Facts of Life. <laughs> oh, God, here we go again. Dude, this is why you're not in the Hall of Fame. You had this to is drop your name not. in again. You had to they're, do it. Their hands are up. Their 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 mouth is crooked like Sly Stallone. <laughs> it's, it's, from the Goonies. What you say? Yes, you. There you guys. <laughs> That's what you look like when you're doing it. So you got to release. The video of you guys doing these. Let me ask you something. Maybe we'll release is, this is video. There a, is there is there, <laughs> is there a like like uh, a presence of people like wanting more video content of your ugly mugs on PRC? Is there Trust is there me. like a crowd yes. of people yeah. saying, you know what I need in my life is to look at those fucking mugs on <laughs> PRC. Listen, you know I can't stand either one of you, and I hate your show. <laughs> but I will tell you, as as moronic as you are, you know you're fucking funny. But and because I, I, we have the same sense of humor, I fucking laugh all, yeah. nonstop when I hear you guys. <laughs> the only thing funnier than listening is watching you two idiots crack each other up. Okay, and so fucking convul- you're convulsing as you're doing your show. You got to can't show do live people. show. I can't, I don't oh. want fucking people. As soon as you put live people onto a show like in a video, it's distracting from what we're doing. No, this it doesn't have to be live. Shit. It doesn't have to be live. Just take this stupid we're on Zoom right now for anyone who yes. doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. see each other. Take this Zoom call. And throw it on YouTube. What throw do you it on YouTube. We edit everything. I add the comments. I'll add the fucking stupid. But you don't have to. Do yeah. Dude, maybe, I, you know what? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll include it in a Patreon tier. How about that? I do it for my show. I do it the same way you're doing. By the way, my show is Top 5 with Joe Casada. It's uh, You can download it on YouTube. Top uh, 5 with Ernie? What is it called? <laughs> top 5 with Ernie. <laughs> I, I, I do it on Zoom. Listen to right? my show. And, and then I edit it. I edit the video, right? And then I export it as an MP3 and a video. I export both. You edit the video the same way you edit the audio, you goofy idiot. Wow. We do that this for is... our ARC interviews. We'll continue to do that. We just recorded one. We're not going to say Why? with who, but that will be coming down soon. Why we'll more abbreviations? Why do we have to do ARC and QBC Inc. And all? Can we just can we say words? No. 
Our listeners aren't smart, Joey. We have to dumb things down. They're KISS fans, Joey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. What's anyway, next? Let's, let's, let's move let's on here. Let's finish this shit today, right? Um, yeah. So over on Loudcast is uh, Justin Steele wants to know, what's your provider? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael Murphy puts on the we officially bottomed out YouTube clip of Seinfeld. And the uh, shout out Loudcast winner of the Ultimate Madness tournament. Josh Brown says the past two weeks have been a train wreck. What a two part series. Two of the best episodes. Ace is a graphic designer. Who do you think creates his shitty album covers now? <laughs> See? Oh, man. Over on Instagram, uh, motherfucker 18 says there was no dirt spilled. We know. We know. Yep. And then over on our YouTube page, Mark Stewart. I love Ace. He's my favorite. However, Ace brags about not using backing tracks, but I think maybe he should because Ace sucks live. He's slow. I mean, his band is on the second verse, and Ace is still singing the first verse. That's fucking awesome. Tom, let's wrap up emails and move along before Joey gets upset. Yeah. All right. We got we, we got a ton of emails from you guys. We love you guys. We said we're going to just fly through two quick ones here so we can get on with the episode. First one comes from fellow Patreon and uh, our buddy we hung out with at the Winery Dogs concert, our buddy AJ. He says, not sure if you guys heard Eddie Trunk today, but I hope it doesn't open a can of worms. Somebody told Howard Stern <laughs> That Eddie Trunk looks like Stuart from Beavis and Butthead. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Yikes. And we will will finish up our feedback with one from the winner of our tournament, the aforementioned Josh Brown. He starts off with, hey, guys, Josh Brown. (laughs) I know I've said it on social media, but I just want to take a moment to applaud you for being the number one kiss podcast and doing the awesome things you do for the loudcasters. Like I've said before, finding the podcast has reinvigorated my love for Kiss this past year. My wife has also found that she enjoys Kiss tunes, and I can often hear her humming along to the songs that she likes when they come on in the car or in the morning before work. For some reason, it's always lick it up. Thank you so much for continuing to captain the fleet of Kiss podcasts. In my opinion, there's none better. I'm not saying this because I won the tournament. The podcast is never boring, and the Loudcasters group is an awesome place where we can all sit and talk about Kiss. Not to mention it's full of really cool people, even future shouted out loudcast Hall of Famer Joey Casada. No, he put that in his take take the prize away from him. Edit it out. I will <laughs> never enter. And I still don't know why this idiot Josh Brown won. I picked Detroit Rock City. <laughs> I want to hear the criteria why the, he won. The guy complimented you and you called him an you idiot. You just called him so an idiot. I guess no, so. I did edit that out, Zeus. No, we're that. gonna keep that in here <laughs> no. so Josh can hear it. <laughs> Josh. They, 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 I, I didn't say that. Oh, we that. trick you. Zeus, Zeus <laughs> edited it in. It was, it was all trickery. This is what was, like we said before, they're all idiots who listen Don't to buy us. Joey's next fucking yeah. book, CD, whatever he's got yeah. coming out. Okay. Uh, let, let me, let me finish this. Anything, God damn it. Josh. <laughs> he says, also talk about whatever you want. Fans of shout out loudcast are going to listen to enjoy. Fuck the people that don't like what you talk about. They don't have to listen. Like you said to me, if you have fun doing your podcast, it's always going to be good. And let's not forget that Josh does have a podcast called Chat from a Hat. Check him out. 
I applaud the fact that you stay topic and take big news segments and turn them into episodes. The A stuff, the Sink and Sanley stuff, the Listen with Doc and everything else. Keeps the show current and none of us are going to fault you for that. Never stop rocking and being awesome people. And he's signing off with his new moniker, which I believe is courtesy of fellow Patreon Hall of Famer, Jim Riley. Ooh. He signs off as Detroit Josh City. I almost said Detroit Josh <laughs> Shitty. That would have been a different. Uh-huh. That would have been a different nice. one. <laughs> Detroit uh-huh. Shitty Good Josh. Life. What? But anyways, Josh, thank you. Congrats on the tournament champion. Your prize pack will be coming pro within the next six to ten years. Uh, <laughs> and we thank you for being a supporter and a Patreoner. And for all this, Josh, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Josh, your stuff is coming in the Dubai Air Express package. It should be received Actually, shortly. We've signed a deal where Joey Casada will deliver your prize. <laughs> yeah, I'm let's say I'm, I'm going to rent Paul Stanley's uh, electric bike. That's I'll, be, it. I'll, I'll be on my way. <laughs> That's all you hey, need. But- and Josh is a Patreon member, Tom, and it's time to thank our Patreon family. Uh, Patreon is where you can become part of the group. You contribute to our show, help us out, and there are four different tiers. And then we, in turn, um, help you guys out with either merch, uh, part of the show, uh, input, polls, a family. Uh, there's like discussions that we do amongst the Patreon people that makes it a ton of fun. Uh, All you guys that are part of Patreon know how much you mean to us. We love and appreciate all that you do. It's a big way to help the show. People will will say, how can I help you guys? I love what you're doing. We want you to continue. Best way is go onto our Patreon right on our website. Shout it out loudcast.com. There's a button there for Patreon. Click that support the show. That's the best thing you can do for us. We would greatly appreciate it. And thank you. And congratulations again, again to Josh. Yes. Patreon guys, you rock. Love you guys. Thank you for everything. Again, uh, you guys were part of putting together the brackets for the tournament. That's also great. And uh, album review crew, you guys, your pick will be coming up in a few months and everything else that you guys do to contribute to us, to uh, keep the show going and make it greater and greater all the time. Thank you guys. You're the best. And again, another shout out to Josh. Thank you. Yeah, so guys, what we do next is we go into Kiss World. And late last night, I send a message out. Uh, And Tom is obviously asleep. Joey sees it. Um, The word was about Gene coming sick in Brazil. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, these guys are in their 70s. You know, all jokes aside, it's scary when we hear stuff like this. You know, my I literally had a lump in my throat when I saw that. And I got I got nervous for Gene. I, you know. I know they're downplaying it now as it was very hot and I, and you're, it absolutely happens. Um, I've played shows hundred plus degrees, even as a young guy, it's hard to get through those shows. Cause I can't, so I can't even imagine who's a young being, guy. No, when I, when I played those shows and oh. uh, 70 plus, you know, all that gear I can imagine, but you know, heat stroke and stuff can lead to bigger stuff like a yes. stroke, like a, you know, a heart attack. So, you know, it's scary when we hear about, you know, the mortality of our idols like this. So it just puts things into perspective as much as I, you know, we shit on a lot of the current product and blah, 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 blah. 
we should be thankful that they're still here. They're, we still have them to talk about, whether it's shit on or praise, whatever it is. They're still doing it. Gene is doing what he loves to do. He took a five-minute break and came back out. He could have easily said, "That's I'm done for the night. So, you know, give, give, give him some credit. I'll tell you right now, as obviously lifelong Kiss fan, Gene's been my guy since I was five years old. I, that image of him in the full demon gear, sitting down, yes. defeated. Yeah, it reminded it. Bro- it broke my heart. I mean, we don't get we don't get emotional on Shout Out Outcast. That, that that made me sad for two reasons. That that's my demon. And Joe, you said it best. These guys are old. Like they they've been part of our life for our entire life. Yeah. And now you're looking at the prospect of that's not, that's never, that's, there's going to be an end. And it's like when you see an old athlete, like a kid you grew up with and he's, and you're like, this guy can't, this guy can't play anymore. Now, he, granted, he did come back. We got a lot of comments on our social media about people saying, uh, our buddy Jeff Kinsley is familiar with that area. And he said a, a terrible decision for them to play. The humidity and the heat is brutal there. So to play there this time of year with all that gear, off the top just a bad decision wow. uh but you're right heat stroke for anybody can have long-lasting effects not not to mention a 72 year old guy so I, I just we love gene he came out and said he's fine and i applaud him for that but yeah that made me nervous yeah tom you hit the nail on the head seeing him the one thing about kiss is you still i know they don't look like them in the 70s but because of the makeup yeah. right you don't see them as old up there Exactly. They don't, they don't look like deep purple. Right. You know, the car, uh, the uh, the ver- version of deep purple that's up there now, all old, fat, gray-haired people. You don't notice it. Even Stern said when he was on with them, you guys in the makeup, I can't tell that you guys are old. Right. Gene in that fucking chair looked old. Terrible. It it's was the terrible. The first time it occurred to me, these guys may be, like, age may be a problem for them. Because you, it never occurs to you. The first right? thing I thought, the f- the first thing I thought when I saw that, and I know people like, oh, he had heat stroke, he got some water, and five minutes later he was back. All I could think of, they got fucking eight months left of this. Yeah, yeah. And and when and when I, it just, I don't, it just, it it broke my heart. It just. But when me- you see them performing, we take it for granted. Yes. It's like the athletes yes. that when you're watching them play, and you play a video game, and you're like, oh yeah, the video game, they never get tired. Right. Their stamina is always 100 in the video game. Right. But, like, you'll see him on the thing, and you're like, dude, how the fuck are they just run back and forth with a wide receiver doing all these routes? And they're back. Like, you never occur to you that this guy's fucking dead. He's got yep. dead legs. Gene yep. looked like he was like, and I've never had that impression of Kiss. It's never. Ever. Nope. And what people don't understand, too, is it's not, listen, obviously we know it's it's the stage. It's the makeup. It's yes. the gear. It's the heat. It's the lights. It's the pyro. It's the performing. Plus, everyone forgets the travel, the jet lag. Think of mm-hmm. it just when you guys, you know, if you travel to California, the first day you're there, you're like a little shot, you're jet lag, the travel. I know they don't travel conventionally like everyone else, but it still takes a toll on you. Yeah. So all of that stuff combined with getting on that stage and playing, you know, like they play, it's scary. And, you know, I, I just, you know, knock on wood. Let's get them through this. Let's let's yeah. send them off, whether it's the way we want to see them off or not. Let's see them off healthy. Well, think yeah, about it. The tour, the, the tour was supposed to be over three years ago. Yeah. Think of that. 
COVID added all this onto this. Yeah. yeah, the thing that amazes me is like I'm sitting there. You know, how many times have we done Thanksgiving episodes where we're yeah. like thankful? Everybody's alive. Yep. We're like, take that for granted. At that age, somebody should have probably yep. kicked the bucket. And the fact that they're all alive. But I do have to say this because he just can't. He just can't like put something out there that makes that aggravates half the Kiss fans. Paul Stanley. Writes five hours ago on Twitter, back, the road continues. It feels awesome. But an hour ago, he has to put this out here. As though somebody said something and he has to do something. By the way, the onstage temperature during the show last night was 116 degrees. Try doing that two plus hours. Like, instead of being, it's not about you. It's fucking Gene. No one fucking criticize you, you fucking defensive bastard. Where, where's the criticism come? They got to throw that out there yeah. to deflect. I like the by the way. Oh, like, of uh, course. Well, listen, like, obviously we, we've, we, we bitched about this hours on end. Paul is a whining. Everything is about him. Yep. I have to defend my own persona and my own legacy. Yep. He thinks everything is about him where this is not. Even Gene's sick, getting the spotlight because he's sick and he he couldn't make the show. Paul wants the attention for that. That's right. Yeah, saying that they're all doing that in the temperature. Yes, it wasn't just him. I did it, but I didn't fall down like Gene did. That's that's actually that's that's actually how I interpret that. Try doing that. So what is is he is he is he shitting on Gene because Gene passed out? Try try lip syncing to that for two hours. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, why yeah, do you have to say that? Gene comes out with a fucking self-deprecating love him, whatever. His comment was perfect. Yeah. Enough to like, hey guys, I'm okay. It yep. wasn't like and and how about this? How about saying the opposite? Taking it off of yourself and putting it on Gene and saying, Hey guys, it was 116 degrees. I got no shirt on. I'm running around. I'm okay because my body's airing out. Exactly. Gene, Gene has 40 pounds of armor on. Yep. He has, his body can't breathe. His pores can't breathe. It's affecting him in the heat. That's what happened. Yep. I, it, it's much easier for me. Gene is, Gene is the true warrior. Or just saying that's, something like, thank never God my happen. brother, my yep. brother's okay. It was a little bit of a scary, but he, he's a trooper to deal with that in that heat. God bless him. We love him. He's my brother. Something like that. But no, right. you try doing that because I was doing it. And I, but I, I the, the 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 best the best though is the by the way. Yeah, like meaning like something he read some comments, and then somebody and then he had to jump in. Listen, but he jumped he, in by insulting Gene and everybody else. Fucking obviously, idiot. when you guys were on my show last week and we did the worst kiss moments of all time. This new Paul is it's not even close what I dislike about Kiss the most in their history. It's whatever version of Paul Stanley is right now, not only vocally, I don't even care. I no. get it. He's 70 yeah. something years old. Not everyone yeah. can sing anymore. It's his new persona and attitude and Mr. Renaissance man. I just can't take it anymore. I don't blame you, brother. Yep. 
the other thing I wanted to say about this is after uh, purchasing uh, off the soundboard, I'm like, wow, it's that hot. Where the fuck is he? Poughkeepsie, New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Have you listened to that, Joey? Uh, uh, we're going to save our review for that later. But, but go, just go the Paul Stanley raps about the fucking temperature. And, and, yes. and it's like. What the fuck, dude? Where the hell are you playing in? Fucking Dante's in seventh ring of hell? What the fuck? Why is it so hot in Poughkeepsie? Yeah, Poughkeepsie. You know the heat wave that goes there. What the fuck was that? Joey Joey loves Poughkeepsie. Listen, I played Poughkeepsie many a times. Listen, I I know we'll talk about it later, I'm sure, on the show. I'm I'm getting mad at people shitting on this this set off the soundboard because it's exactly what we want. It's a piece of history that we have right now, whether it sounds great or not. People don't understand soundboard mixes in general sound like horse shit. Yep. There's no effects. It's dry board mix. There's no crowd noise. There's no ambiance. It's direct mic into the board. Yep. So you're getting the exact what that performance was with no effects dry. So it's not anything like the regular consumer has ever heard. So please take that for what it is. Are they are they sloppy? Of course they are. Are they are they tight? No. Is Mark shitting the bed on a lot of the songs? Of course he is. But it's a piece of history. God, if you would have told me five years ago that we would have a Mark St. John show that we could listen to almost in its entirety, I would have said, I don't care what the quality is. Give it to me. Joey, as a as a bootleg geek, uh, people throw the word soundboard around as if it's like the gold standard of audio, because a lot of times because because the majority of bootlegs, especially the older ones, are what they refer to as audience recordings, which sound like shit because it's literally somebody in the audience recording it. So people like, oh, this is a soundboard recording. And, And you're right. It does sound clear and it does sound crisp, but you you nailed it perfectly. It's dry, unadulterated. Just it, like you said, it's what you're hearing when, with the mic plugged in with nothing. The perfect way to describe it, and everyone has probably, a lot of people have both of these. And if you don't have both of these, you can get both of these. Take the Virginia Beach off the soundboard 2004. Perfect then, example. Then take the instant live. Yep. From the same night. Dude, the yep. same night, same show, same performance, right? Yep. Take both of those and compare them. Off the soundboard was literally what it is. It's off the soundboard mix. Yep. The instant live was mixed by a producer in a trailer, a live. It was mixed live, live. but it was still <laughs> affected and EQ'd properly. The difference is night and day. It's the oh, same God. performance. Go listen to both. Perfect example, Joey. You're right. It's the same show. Virginia yep. Beach sounds like an absolute dumpster fire. You can't listen to it. It's, nope, it's, it's yep. The instant live is great. I agree. Yep. Joey, is there I, anything? Well, nope. tiny piece of news. I mean, I had I, I don't want I can't go in too much detail about it. Okay. But I had a semi-exciting week. I'm not sure if anyone saw any of my posts on social media. I did happen to record a few tracks with uh the aforementioned Mr. Ace Fraley. Hey, who the uh, fuck is Joey Casada? <laughs> we congrats, talked about congr- it, Joey. We we fucking sang your praises all last congr- week. Congrats, but buddy. tell us some more. Tell us some well, more. Well, you know, listen. I don't like. I said I, I don't want to reveal too much, but I will yeah. tell you. And listen, I I've shit just like you guys. I've shit on the last few Ace records. I think they sound muddy. I don't think the song quality is there. 
I don't think anyone's pushing him in the studio. Yeah. This album, I'm telling you, and I, and I sent you a tiny clip of a song. Not enough to get me in trouble, but a tiny clip. And yes, what was your you comments, did. both of you? Fucking awesome. Melodic, uh, completely <clears throat> different. God bless Steve Brown because he's having an effect because that's early fucking maybe Fraley's Comet type melodic type yes. of songs. When you Great. sent it, I think one of the first things I said is that's not that's not an ace record. <laughs> I think that's and what before, I said. Before, before, if Steve hears this, before he yells at me, I literally sent a 10 second clip of uh, oh, I, yeah, I don't even think it was talking about. So, you sent us right. the whole fucking. You, <laughs> you, you sent us the whole you, fucking you, session. <laughs> hey, kids, gather around. You didn't hear this from me, but here's Ace's new record. You here's fuck. what Steve was saying about trouble. it too. Tell them the truth, you fuck. You're gonna get me in trouble. No, 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 no. It, it, I don't even know if it was ten seconds, but whatever right. it was, we, our reactions Fantastic. were the same. And, our reactions were the same, and Zeus and I weren't near Except each other. The it, drumming it, it, was fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, that needed to be edited. It's awesome. That needed to be edited. That was like an off the soundboard sound. But again, when this record is released, I, I'll tell you more stories about the session, the fun we ah, had. Thanks, Joey. A- Ace was doing literally doing magic tricks for me while he was recording vocals. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Watch me make all my tax problems disappear. You guys have no idea. I'm going to tell you the whole story after the record comes out, <laughs> so right. I so I get um, just the clearance for it. But hey, hey, everyone... Jerry, before you hit the drums, pull my finger. I got a gun. That's I'm... Joey. Okay, <laughs> I'll see you later, Ginny. <laughs> Blair, you, right? No, 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 Jerry's from Flags Facts of Life. Ace, I remember that show. I was fun. That was oh, the. God. I loved. I always loved that girl. Took. Tootsie, what's her name again? Tootsie, I think I hooked up with the fat one. <laughs> Ooh, Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> Ooh, Mrs. Garrett, back that ass up. Who was the fat one? Oh, Natalie. Natalie, who's dude? That's fat? why I, I, I remember when I, I named my you, daughter. I was like, I'm not naming her Natalie because I think of the fat girl from Facts Alive. Season five, they all became Natalie. Oh, oh, yeah, they got a little, they all got a little <laughs> fat in the ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Here but we anyway, go. How do we go into fucking facts of life? God. Because Joey's on. People, That's true. We, people are going to love this new record. It's okay. melodic ace. It's Steve is producing it It's sound and co-writing a lot of the songs. It sounds incredible. Ace, I'm telling you, is singing his ass off. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. We'll, we'll, we will. Good we will talk times, about it. Bad times, you know. I had my chair. The opposite. You wait. I'm telling you. Okay. I guarantee you. You will love it. All right. All right. All right. And Chuck Berry. <laughs> Fucking ace. Again, it, I, I, people don't understand. It's so. Listen, I. I and you. I could tell for years because Ace is still Ace. You gotta work with certain people. People who don't push you and just let you just do what you want to do all the time, it doesn't work, especially guys who are superstars. And again, I hate to keep bringing back to fucking shitty Paul Stanley, but Paul has yes men around (laughs) him. Paul Stanley. Paul has yes men around him for too many years and Monster and all that shit that they tried to release. Yes men telling them you're great and this sounds incredible. It sounds like horse shit. Someone needs to tell them and push them to the limit. That's why if Kiss would have gotten a producer for Monster, song-wise, they would have chopped them up, cleaned them up, and made them sound more cohesive. And that's what's happening with Ace right now. You'll see. Gotcha. Awesome. 
Hey, the last thing of news before we get to the uh, uh, episode is uh, 20th anniversary of my favorite member of the Kiss family, non non actual uh, player in the band, and that is Sean Delaney's 20th anniversary of his passing. That's right. Um, does not get steal the credit that he deserves. Nope. Even the movie, and we'll talk about the movie at some point. The movie barely in it. Nope. Just his impact on the band uh, is so instrumental, especially the way, just as Joey described it, the one that would tell them the shit that they don't hear from other yes men. Yep. He was the one that would do that to them in the beginning. And he didn't favor any one of them. He was, you know, doing fucking crazy shit with Ace and Peter. Yet, you know, he's there producing Peter, uh, helping Peter, excuse me, do his album. Peter's begging him to do his stuff. Yet he produces Gene's album. Yet he does songs like fucking Mr. Speed with Paul. No favorites. Just fucking awesome. The band was his number one goal. And just unfortunate that his rolling kiss has been kind of diminished through history. And if you're and if you're a new listener, if you're not familiar, we interviewed Brian Kennard, the author of Hellbox, the Sean Delaney story. Uh, it's an absolutely incredible book. I wish it was getting more publicity. We try to push it every time we talk about Sean Delaney. Go back and listen to that interview with Brian. You can go on our website to find the book. It's it's incredible. The, the shit that you learned about Sean Delaney, like why is this guy not a bigger deal constantly he should not be just a kiss insider it's funny i almost consider myself your sean delaney because oh, i'm God. constantly telling you guys listen who's then then who's the bill of one of us it ain't gonna be me Tom, i'm like guys bill. listen told you about uh frankie barone and his QB doll, QB doll Inc. And I'm telling you, Marone. please cut this guy off. He's getting too much prime real estate. And I know it's coming. You guys are going to listen to me. I am the shouted out loud cast, Sean Delaney. Is that, is that better than being in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Except he shaved never, his I will, mustache. Okay. I will never enter your shitty hole. Grow that little porn stash and then we'll call you <laughs> Sean Delaney. Okay. <laughs> hey, Sean, come over here. Um, <sighs> Anyway, Tom, before we uh, before we get into our uh, subject, I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Sean in the back and, and take care of some personal private business with him. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. 
I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right. Did you? How would you guys think of that Ace Freely magic trick? <laughs> did you did you guys find the thing that he made disappear keep looking you'll find I it eventually can, i can feel it <laughs> yeah thanks for showing us all the clips you have from the session again much appreciated we'll let, i we'll did let, not stop we'll let it. steve know steve i'm telling you now these stupid fucks i did not show stupid anyone fucks. anything well, Joey, we, we we sent you a copy of the bracket. You don't seem prepared to review it with us, so I don't know what the hell you're going to do here. I got the bracket. This this looks like my bracket almost to me. You almost, almost. Me. God damn it! All right, so then, what we do? We just we break it down. We just kind of shoot the shit and talk about any surprises, predictions. I mean, of, of course, again, Detroit Rock City wins. It's the second time it's won a tournament. It won the Makeup Madness. Now it won the Ultimate Madness. Look. Is it my all-time favorite Kiss song? No. Am I going to argue that it's winning these tournaments? No. I, pleasantly surprised that Black Diamond made it to the championship. I thought it had a shot, but I think DRC ended up winning 60-40. So, you know, another thing big thing I will say, and I've said this many times when we've talked about it. Yeah. If you tell non-Kiss fans or music and talk about the history and the thing of the band, the two songs that you can put up and say, this is why Kiss is one of the greatest American rock and roll bands of all time. Yeah. And critics can't give you shit. You would throw in Detroit Rock City and you would throw in Black Diamond. I and agree. Those two songs are the only, are, are by far for me, like the best way to shove all the fucking snobs, you know, and stick it up their ass by playing those two songs. Like, yeah. Name me a fucking song that your band come up with that are as good as those two. I agree. I mean, I love Deuce and I love I Stole Your Love and all the and I you know, but but I mean these, Deuce to, is in there too. I would say Deuce the, might these, maybe these are the well. these are the these are the these are the two best. I mean, this is a this is a perfect championship, Joey. I mean, right. I, I, listen, I agree. And th- listen, there's a fine line between you know, obviously we were always yelling about the set list. Kiss fans are bitching about the set list, but they always pick the same songs. We. How could you have Detroit Rock City win their poll again? That's not what we're saying, morons. Right. Okay. What we're saying is, what we're saying is, 
Of course, we want. If, if I go to a Kiss show and I don't hear the Turok City, I'm upset. I want to yes. hear Love Gun. I want to hear the Turok City. But there's six or seven songs inside that set list that mm-hmm. Kiss Today or Kiss the Last 20 Years is telling us are classics that aren't classics. They're not mm-hmm. Detroit Rock City. They're not Black Diamond. They're not Shout It Out Loud. They're not, you know, all, I, even I Was Made for Loving You, all these classics, right? When you, I want the variety of four or five songs. That's all I want. I don't need the whole set list brand new. Obviously, cruise set lists are great for us geeks, right? But that doesn't, I get it. It doesn't fly in the everyday world. All we're saying is, as KISS nerds, we want the set list changed up, but we're not saying remove Detroit Rock City. We know it's the best song. I agree. It's probably the best song. You can interchange Detroit, Black Diamond, Love Gun, all these songs. Any one of these could be the best songs ever, right? Mm-hmm. What we're saying is the War Machines, the Say Yes, all these, uh, the I Love It Louds. We don't 100, need 100,000 years. 100,000. We don't need these every set. You could put them in, but interchange five songs a night, even once a week, whatever it is, just have a rotating four or five songs that aren't classics. Don't tell us these are all classics. War Machine is not a fucking classic. It's stop it. It's not. I agree. Don't you think think they would sell more tickets? If you could go and you would go to five neighboring states because you would see five different sets. We see that on social media right now. We see people saying that they're not they're they're not going to the show because, quote unquote, I've already seen this three times or whatever for the end of the road. You know, we're going because we are lucky enough to get tickets to those Madison Square Garden shows. But if they were I mean, look, I'm not going to lie, we'd probably go. But if they were coming around here to the to the garden or to uh, down in Mansfield or something in the middle of August, would we go? We'd probably go, but we wouldn't jump it. That would probably get tickets like the day of the problem. We've said this before, Tom. It's not what they're doing now for the last few years. The problem is they did this for the last lazily 20. before this for 12 years. Right. Since 2012, right. they've been playing right. the same fucking 20 something songs and they didn't do. So now we're like, we're going because it's the last time. Right. But why didn't you fucking put any effort before? You didn't have to mail it in before. Let me let me ask you let me, let me ask you guys this real quick so, so we can kind of stick up with the tournament here. Before you before we were all into podcasting and, and, and obsessing over KISS fucking seven days a week like we do now, obviously we were KISS fans. Would your instinct have been to say that Detroit Rock City is the best song? Would you would you have still thought that or 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 do you think that that's Probably. because we're just consumed with Kiss twenty four no, hours a day well, in the community and social media? It's like, no, oh, I would Rock say so it. because of the lyrics yeah, and the I mean, music. Would, it's the definitive okay. fucking song. Okay, I have a couple songs that every few years they change for me. Detroit Rock City, growing up for me, was always my favorite song. Okay, Alive Two is my, is my still currently my favorite record of all time. Yep, and Detroit Rock City, even though it doesn't lead off the concert, it leads off the record. Yep. My favorite favorite track of, from Alive 2 of all time. But again, it interchanges. I happen to like Love Gun better right now. I love Black Diamond. I love I Stole You Love. I love all these songs. Yeah. But that's what we're trying to say is, and again, back to the, the tournament as well. There's there's two ways to do these brackets. And when you guys do, uh, when you start this every year, 
it's hard to tell which way to go. Do I want to fill out a, like, I kind of do it both ways. I do want, I don't want a lot of people. Do. I don't want to do two brackets because it's, it's torture. One bracket, but I do oh, one bracket kind of both ways, meaning I legitimately pick songs that I want to hear now that I like better, but I can't go against classics as well. I'm not going to live in the moment and pick, you know, a million to one, which I love over Detroit Rock City. I'm just not right. going to do it. And, and on any given day, I might want to listen to Million One right now better than The Drug City. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that's a better song. So it's a catch-22. You can either fill out your bracket, all your favorite songs at that moment, all the deep cuts that you wanted. You would love to see a concert. I would much rather see one concert of A Million to Ones and Who Wants to Be Lonelies and all these rare songs than hear a, a nice balanced set. But we're not talking about one time. We're talking about in the whole history of Kiss. So well, you got to kind of mix it up. It's the same thing when you're filling out a, a, a regular NCAA. I mean, do you want do you want to win? The, do you want to win the ESPN bracket challenge? Well, if you do, then you got to fill it out. Yeah, you got to. Or do you want to have fun and pick? You know, fucking fairly Dickinson to to win in the first round, which they did. Marat, like right. So that that's why. But I'm glad that when we do this, we do this every year. People have a ton of fun. They submit brackets. They say, I know I'm not going to win, but fuck it. I got charisma versus Mr. Speed in the championship, and I love it. And they don't care. When when I fill it out, I'm doing a little of both. Last thing I want to do is fill out a bracket to win the Peter North hockey jersey that you guys are giving away. I don't know what the hell you're giving away. That's a prize. Right. I don't, whatever, whatever the hell you're giving away, I don't want it. We have more Peter North prizes too. (laughs) I can imagine. Oh, yeah. Jersey Ninja, you know, Jersey. Um, uh, this is big. let me tell you something. Sean Delaney here, boys. Oh, geez, here we go. <laughs> Gather around. I want to tell you a little story. Go ahead. This is becoming a this is coming becoming a commercial podcast, and I'm re- getting very upset at you two. We have this, to talk about our, we have to talk about our sponsors. Listen, we have to talk about Gene Simmons money bags. So feel oh, free to contact. Oh, yeah, feel Christ. free to contact us if you're interested in sponsorship. That's, That's right. right. That's right. That's right. Hey, listen, so, guys. Go let's ahead, circle Jim. back for a second. Go ahead. Okay? Yeah. Let's look at these brackets and go through the songs because you know what? Okay. I don't know if I can think of anybody else that I'd rather talk about Kiss songs specifically than you two fuck faces. Okay? Yeah. That's <laughs> so, what a compliment. Let's look at the Gene bracket. Yeah, fuck faces. Okay. So <laughs> how bad was Deuce first Thou Shall Not? That is a kick in the nuts that Thou Shall Not had to go up against Deuce. Well, it's yeah. I mean, what you want to know how bad it was? I could tell you how bad it was. No, but I'm just uh, saying, like, I feel Deuce, bad for Deuce, thou shall not. Deuce won won that poll eighty nine to eleven. <laughs> okay, but again, you, you know, in the grand scheme of things, of course, Deuce is better. But if you ask me which song I want to hear right now, I want to hear Thou Shall Not. Hey, I'll by tell the way, you, I'll tell you right now, Zeus, you bring up a good point. I'll tell you right now, those are two of my all time favorite Kiss songs. Yes. If I was going to make a playlist. As much as I love Deuce, now this is me personally speaking, Deuce is not 89% better than Thou Shalt Not. Again, how about when, these, this? when these polls go out, we understand that people people scroll through Twitter, boom, boom, boom. Oh, I've never heard of Thou Shalt Not. Deuce gets my vote. We get that. I get that. All right. But here, how about this? Who got the bigger pop when they were on the Kiss Cruise? When they played Deuce or when they played Thou Shalt Not? Thou Shalt Not. Right? Of course. It yeah, did. of course. I- I'm going to do a take right now that's not going to be popular. Oh, here we go. Oh, as opposed to everything else. <laughs> Deuce is slightly overrated. Nah. It, uh, I like it. Is it slightly overrated. overrated or overplayed? 
There's a difference. Both. It's both. Okay. Yeah. And this is thing, why you're not in the Hall of Fame. This is why you're not yeah, in the Hall of Fame. The Terrible thing that takes. I wanted to say is the thing about Deuce is it opens up everything, right? And it's get get up and get your grandma out of here. Like I personally, new, I, I prefer it as an opener over DRC. Yeah, I just feel like that is a fucking statement of band yep. is saying, get the fuck yep. out of here. There's a new sheriff in town. Yep. Get your fucking grandma out of here. We're going to blow the stage up. But anyways, uh, I want you plaster caster. I'm like, that's, that's a tough one. Eight and nine. I don't, I don't have to all day. I mean, I got the, I have all the polls right in front of us so we can even, yeah. I, 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 first of all, I love plastic caster. Love it. I want you, I, I don't like it other than the guitar solo. I want you won this poll 66 to 34. That's no. ridiculous. Plastic that is ridiculous. such a catchy tune. Such a catchy tune. Yeah, nah, I would go what I want you. Again, you're talking about leading off rock and roll over. You're talking about true. It's, it's you know, at the at this time, you you know, Black Diamond is the only intro that has this same type of feel to it, right? This this, this slower intro with intro with the acoustic. When this kicks in, I agree, even though I love Alive 2. I don't love it on a live too because of all the fall stuff in the middle. Yeah. But I want you as a very, very powerful song. If you listen to Kiss doing it on the Revenge Tour, it's incredible. Okay. All right. Shock me, reason to live. You're talking about the yeah, Ace that's... Cult versus a group that, you know, that 80s Kiss. If you don't like 80s Kiss and you're putting it up against the Ace Cult, that Yikes. was a bad that that was that as they say in the tournament that's a bad matchup reason to live had zero chance yeah. i can't believe i can, i cannot believe reason to live actually got 27% of the vote in that think of that one out of every four voters voted for that over shock me that's insane yeah beth versus the probably most overrated kiss song of all time uh, take me i'll be i'll be honest with you I was surprised that Beth not only lost, but got killed. He got curb oh, stomped. Beth, oh, I it didn't lost. know Beth, Beth lost. Jo- wow, yeah, Joey, yeah. Joey, take me one 65 to 35 over Beth. Take, take me, me is deep, so take, overrated. But not it only that, it's a deep the cut. Mr. Speed part two. But, like, but Mr. Speed is actually a great song. Take me is like not bad. Me. Don't get me I like wrong. I like the song, but yeah. it is take, it's gone to a point where it's like, well, the biggest uh, I, deep cut, more so than almost Mr. Speed. Well, I think they, they have the almost opposite effect. Take Me is notoriously known for being left off of Alive 2, right? Because yeah. yes. they did that, lost Alive 2, Take the Me was on it. So, it has the misprint right. with Hooligan. So yep. People want to hear that. And then the opposite effect is Beth, Beth. is overplayed. Yeah. But Beth is an incredible song. I definitely voted for Beth. Um, I'm surprised Take Me won that much. I love Take Me, too. Me, don't get me wrong, but, but Beth... It's overrated, though. I, let yeah. me tell you something. Without Beth, I don't know if we have Kiss right now. No. You probably don't. We don't. It's it's a great song. It's overplayed, and it's just fucking tough to listen to at times. But if you've got the headphones on, and you just listen to Peter singing, it's a beautiful, beautiful. song. Of course. Beautiful song. Great yeah. song. All right, let's move on. I was made for loving you up against one of my all-time favorites. Let's put the X in sex. Are you fucking kidding me? Tough one here. I was made for loving you wins 73 to 27. Oh. Tough, tough. Beat down. Listen, I know Jericho would agree, that goofy idiot. 80s Kiss does not get the credit it deserves, especially 
later 80s Kiss, that that crazy night smashes era of Kiss, right? The rock hard, let's yeah. put the X, the and all the crazy nights. Keyboards. Right. Joey, we had one, one non-makeup song in the Sweet 16, and it was Unholy, which is right, because Unholy is the best non-makeup song. And, and, oh, and Unholy is true. almost considered the the only um, non-makeup but makeup Kiss song. Like People put that in the makeup era. Unholy? Right? I mean, yeah, I guarantee meaning like it's it, your mentality is it's like a oh I see like what you makeup kiss type song. I see what you I see even what though you're it saying. isn't. If yeah. you pull up my bracket, I guarantee I have a lot of non-makeup songs in the sweet sixteen. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm I sure just, you do. I think let's put the X in sex is about as fun, catchy, hooky, and, yeah. and just one of oh, the I trifecta agree. of Paul's awesome I agree. fucking sex songs. And then we yep. got obviously Black Diamond. How the fuck did we rank that at number three? Uh, against Domino. Now, I think the know, bigger question is how the fuck did Domino get 14% of the vote? <laughs> Come on. They call us Domino. What, what, I want you to get to the worst poll result in this entire, in this entire tournament. The See, worst. I like, poll- let me go rock and roll. It, it's terrible. And it's, let me go rock and roll went terrible. up against turn on the night, which is an incredible, incredible catch. about that is, if you want to put something in, be like, "Hey, what was Kiss like? Give me their a hint what they were like in the '80s." How about this fun song? Here you go. It was one. It was one of the closest matchups. I think this was fifty-four to forty-six. And I listen. I know I said it about Deuce, but I, this is a guaranteed statement. I don't care what anyone says. "Let Me Go Rock and Roll" is the most overrated Kiss song ever. I can't. The I'm song, not going to disagree. Not only is it overrated, I don't even like it. It stinks. Yep, I love it. I agree. I love it's it. Gonna, I, it's, it's not overrated. It's overplayed. It's, it's the exact same but reason. I don't know anybody that really loves it. It's the exact same reason why I don't like rock and roll by Led Zeppelin. It's not. Oh yeah, that, I'm the same it's way. not. Neither one. Both of those songs don't represent what's the what the band what the bands do. They're trying I to have capture never, like a sixties sound or what. I don't like it. I have never, without just playing a whole record straight through, put on Let Me Go Rock and Roll. Never. It's, oh, God, it's no. Ter- it's terrible. It's Thank not you. terrible. It's a fun it's- rock and roll song. Tom hits it on the head. It's just not indicative of the Kiss sound. It's yep. more old school. Especially Chuck, on Hotter Chuck than Berry hell. type of guitar. Right, right. But I, I will tell you, though, Joey, in my opinion, it's not overrated. It's overplayed. Most Kiss people that you talk to will not be, oh, I love that song. They don't like it. They don't like it's just classic. So it's just classic it's just kiss. There and it's on but a live, and it closes yeah, a live again. It's one of those songs where Kiss thinks it's a classic. It's not. Get rid of it. The guitar. Nobody is fucking if awesome. We ever hear it the, again? Yeah, but live, there are nights, and you can tell how good the band is when either Tommy or Ace, whoever's playing it, can really take you to a new level because the guitar on it fucking really they go nuts. It it can work sometimes. Anyways, let's go now. Let's finish this bracket and get to the final four. So let's get what wins this bracket. Now we continue in this bracket. Now we got Deuce versus I Want You. There's no way I Want You is beating Deuce. I'm sorry. It's just not a better song, and it's not a more of a considered a classic as Deuce is. No, I agree. And I'm, and I'm not going to get into the percentages for every single poll here. It will be here till tomorrow. I, I, I told you, I, I want you shouldn't have won the first round. It absolutely had no right even competing with Deuce. So, All right. Shock me versus take me. Ace Cult's going to win that all day long. 
did. It, 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 I'm not going to argue. I mean, it, to me, that's Ace. That's my favorite Ace song. That's his best solo. I'm never going to argue with that. This is how you know we're, I'm an absolute kiss nerd because at any given time, I love. I hate picking any, any every song, every choice. I hate the choice because I want to pick both. I love both songs. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, I just the chorus on Shock Me. Uh, I was made for loving you versus Black Diamond. No way was I was made. Gonna no win. chance. There were certain matchups where I just laughed to myself. I'm like, this, this this song has no chance. Okay, and then you got Let Me Go versus Unholy. And Unholy is the only non-makeup song to win this round. Unholy beat Let Me Go Rock and Roll 62 to 38. Thank you, unholy. Yeah, I got another. I got another hot take for you guys that no one's gonna like. If you tell me unholy is overrated, that that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> People like the idea of unholy more than unholy. Stop! Don't say anything. That's, that's here's ridiculous. why. That's terrible. The song is okay. It's good, <sighs> but they like the idea. The imagery of Kiss is back. There's no more glam. It's Gene, a Gene single. It's evil Gene again. It's, it's, it's kissing like that weird, you know, sepia tone, black and white tone in the video. It's the idea of unholy more than the song. The song is okay. Another terrible take from Joey. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Let's continue in this bracket. Deuce versus shock me. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm I'm a big, big, big Deuce guy. I love shock Deuce. What size? What size Deuce are we shock talking me. about here, Tom? Are we talking hey, about I love Deuce. <laughs> I love, yeah, I, I was surprised this was as bad of a blanket beating as it was. It, it, it really? was it was se- it was seventy thirty. Deuce. Wow, seventy thirty. Yep. Couldn't then believe we it. get down to Black Diamond versus Unholy, and there goes the non makeup era. There it yep. goes. It was you had seventy. It was seventy three to twenty seven. Black Diamond. I now know this, I said I wasn't going to read the percentages, but some of these are interesting. Yeah. Now you end up with Deuce and Black Diamond. This is very interesting because the first time we did this tournament, okay, yep. Black Diamond was in the other side against Detroit Rock City. Mm-hmm. So as a finalist, it lost. It, it lost. So you really don't know. Oh, Deuce is the second biggest kiss song, maybe, right? Right. But now it went up against Deuce. The first time we did this bracket with makeup, it was Deuce versus Detroit Rock City. Now you get Black Diamond heading up again. Black Diamond wins. How close was it? This was literally 50-50 a few hours before the poll ended. Wow. Black, Black Diamond ended up winning 51 to 49. Uh, it was it was the close the closest matchup throughout the entire tournament. So isn't it funny that the three songs that we said critically might be the three best songs? Yep. All right there towards the end, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Let's finish up the other side now, and that's Paul's bracket. Yep. Tears of Falling, number one, we ranked against Nowhere to Run. I wish Nowhere to Run had a fucking better chance. Uh, I think that should have been in there, but Tears of Falling crushed it. And for people asking why the number one seeds are the number one seeds, we we did this because we took the we took the number one seeds from the Makeup Madness tournament and and uh, I'm sorry, we took the two number one seeds 
that faced off in the championship in the makeup madness, which was Dews versus DRC, and the two number one seeds that faced off each other in the non-makeup tournament, which was Tears of Fallen and Lick It Up. We said, let's make those the four number one seeds. Because people are like, what the fuck? You got Tears of Fallen number one? And be like, yeah, we do. So Yeah, nobody was going to be happy no matter what. So right, I don't give right, a fuck. Right, right, right. All right. Then you got War Machine 8 against She. This one really bothers me. Yes. I don't know how War Machine beats She. I I'll really tell you don't. what. I'll, I have a theory on this, Joey. I think it's exactly the reason you stated. I think they have brainwashed people yes. into thinking it's a classic. Agreed. Yep. Or perhaps it's just because it's a way better song. It's not way better. It's, it's not way better. War it's Machine. a good song. It's a good song. If you, I, I get the repetitiveness in, in the fatigue. Is a kick-ass song. It the is. The lyrics, the fucking power, the riff. She is awesome, too. I just think War Machine is a step above. But I'm glad they took 80s makeup over a, a classic uh, early Kiss makeup. Something different, it, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's move along. Now you got Calling Dr. Love against uh, All Night. You knew that no was going to Yeah, no, no shot. No shot. Oh, and then, then this next one was devastating to Yuzu's. Shout it out loud, one of the most fucking annoying fatigued songs against Take It Off, the part of the fucking holy trilogy of Paul Stanley excellent sex songs. Take It Off is such a so much of a better song. Now, now don't get me wrong. I love both of these songs. It's always hard for me to choose. And I love 80s Kiss. I love Take It Off, even though that's, I know it's 90s. Um, But I know you guys shit on Shout It, uh, shout it Out Loud. I will tell you, if a non-Kiss fan has never heard Kiss before in their life and like, who is this band Kiss that you love so much? I have to tell you, I think I play them shouted out loud, the okay. first song. And here's why. It has the double, it has the double vocals, right? Which is awesome. It has obviously I do love that. the cat, it has the super catchy chorus. It's upbeat. It has the message. Detroit Rock City is great, but it's a little bit deeper than the normal Kiss song, right? It's about a car accident and so on and so forth. Shout it out loud, and which is to me is better than Rock and Roll All Night, because Rock and Roll All Night, the recording is, wait, not a song, the recording of Rock and Roll All Night, even the live version, to show someone as their first Kiss song. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I don't I know yeah. if they get it. I really would show Shout It Out Loud if you told me the quintessential Kiss song to show a new listener. I really would show them shout it out loud. It's funny because the problem I have with that song is is I have a, the chorus. I think the verses are amazing. I think the verses are amazing in that song. The trade-off with Paul and Gene and just the verses themselves. But then that yeah. chorus is just like, ah, I, I get it. It's a it's a I'm, it's a it's a crowd pleaser. I get it, but all right. So I don't like the fucking guitar in the beginning. Ding 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 ding. I think I fucking listen to Ravi Shaman, whatever the fuck his name is, is playing hey, nice. that. Oh, nice. God. This show is getting canceled. Then you got Parasite versus All Hell's Breaking Loose, Battle of Riffs. All Hell's yeah. Breaking Loose should have fucking stomped it. No. What? Absolutely. Oh, All Hell's Breaking Loose is a fucking kiss classic. The lyrics, the riff, Vinny, the solo. Oh, Parasite. I, I agree. I like, I like All Hell's. Two terrible takes. I love you guys, but go uh, ahead. Parasite's a good song, but that's another one. The riff is better than the song. Agreed. Um, God, so now we get Come On and Love Me and Poor Hard Luck Woman. You know? Fuck that, fuck that song. 
Come on and love me is the fucking goat. <laughs> Come on Fuck and love it. me. So again, when Kiss, you know, tell, is jamming fucking classics down our throat that War Machine and say, yeah. They won't play why Come is, On and Love Me. Why isn't Come On and Love Me considered a classic after all these years? Why? Who decided one day? There's got to be a reason. It, 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 yeah, Paul, Paul Stanley did. I mean, it's on a live. So. It's on double platinum. It's on. They they did. It, it's been part of set list for forever, but they don't want to do it. Somewhere, nope. somewhere along the line, he sang the song, had difficulties, or somebody told him something. Oh, wow. That was pretty rough. Get that out of the that. set list. His therapist was like, again. Paul, you don't need to come on and love me in that set. You should be playing War Machine. <laughs> oh, God. Yuck. All right. Then you get into King of the Nighttime World versus Hotter Than Hell. I, I mean, I like Hotter Than Hell live. Uh, not a big fan of any part of it over being overplayed. King of the Nighttime World is one of the greatest songs. King of the Nighttime World is is starting to approach super overrated levels for me. It's what? good, but people people rave about that song, and I think that's because it's it it's they don't play it live. It's it's relatively a deep cut. I mean, I know it's on a live too. It's not on, but it, and I, I get it. I get it. It's good, but it's it's good. Dude. And I say almost the other way with with Hotter Than Hell. I think Hotter Than Hell because of the shitty recording on the first on that record, it's underrated. I think it's a great song. It's a great live song. Live it song. It sounds so shitty on that first record. Yes. And Paul you know shoves even, it down our throat, though, too. Even worse, the re-records, whatever the hell they're called. The, that oh, Japanese, yuck. Uh, it's, Jigitaku Dadubaga. It's, it's literally the worst Eric Singer drumming you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a matter of... Harder than hell, King of the Nighttime. Paul Stanley screaming, "I'm the king! I'm the like that, that's fucking ballsy." Yep. Anyway, uh, the actually now I take it back. Yes, the most overrated Kiss song, Strutter versus another overrated Kiss song, Making Love. My God, I can't believe you think Str- Strutter is fucking. Un- we should have put Strutter seventy eight mid- in here. <laughs> it's a str- it's a plodding mid tempo song. Okay, I'm very upset that Strutter made it as far as it did. I really am. Thank I will you. tell you. I, I will tell you right now. I am shocked it made it to the final four. Never in a million years did I think that it would beat out stuff like "Come On and Love Me" or "Shout It Out Loud" or "Calling Doctor Love." I People cannot are believe stupid. Cannot when believe Strutter made it to the final four. When we get there, I'm curious to see what how what that poll was to come on and love me, Strutter. Okay. Okay. All right. So now you got Tears Are Falling versus War Machine, the number one song and the winner of the un uh, non-makeup bracket. Knocked out by War Machine. Yep. Awful. Yep. yep. Calling Dr. Love, shout it out loud. Fucking calling Dr. Love loses. I can't, that's that's that. a, that's a that is appalling. No, this appalling. is right. Do you know what, what I like? Do you know what I like is the you- three versions that you can get of calling Dr. Love. Yeah. Smashes, the du- double platinum. Double platinum yeah. and studio. And, and I don't know which one I like more. There's, I, I wish they would put my favorite parts of each version into one song <laughs> because there's different parts that I like. But anyways, uh, I calling Dr. Love loses to shout it out loud. Then you get Parasite versus Come On and Love Me. Thank God Come On and Love Me one. Agreed. Right. And then King oh, of the agree. Nighttime World of against Strutter. And the Strutter surprise wins continues. It beat King of the Nighttime World. That's very surprising to me. I'm surprised Kiss fans still love Strutter as much as they do. 
I yeah. thought that would be gone re- relatively early. Yep. Uh, War Machine against Shout It Out Loud. Shout It Out Loud wins. Thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on and love me versus Strutter. What the fuck those- is the Kiss Army thinking? Strutter wins. Joey, it was 53 to 47. See that fucking Charlie Barone must have put his <laughs> name on Strutter. And caused one vote might have caused that to flip. Charlie, Charlie if you voted Barone. for that. It's Tony Barone, the tax man, ABCPA. Oh, God almighty. All right. Then you get shouted out loud versus Strutter. Again, Strutter wins. What Weird. the fuck? I don't, uh, this, what? honestly, I've said it just. Cannot believe this. Th- and I love it. I, I wave the flag for Strutter out of all three of us. I love Strutter. Making it to the final four blew me away. Absolutely. All right. Let's go over to the Peter bracket. You got now. I will will say this real quick about the Peter bracket. This was the bracket that fucked up the most people's brackets. There was because a lot of these matchups were very tight all the way, except for DRC, which cruised and won the bracket. But I'm saying those early rounds, this was the bracket that when I was scoring everything, this was the one that everybody had the toughest with. Number one, Detroit Rock City versus Charisma. Charisma should have won. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Beat down. Christine 16 versus Hide Your Heart. Christine 16. Fucking I love I love beat. them both, but love gun a love gun song ain't gonna lose. No, nope. Another high seed for make non-makeup knocked out already. Cold gin versus I just wanna. I love I speaking wanna. of boring and plotting and unlistenable, cold gin. <laughs> Well, it was oh, written by Ace. Ace is the I, best. Ace. I thought you were going to say, I just want to, again, here's a take. Revenge over fucking, what do you call it? Rated. Oh, uh, dude. I, I never I never learned that until we started doing the show that people think revenge is overrated. Yeah. I get it, but I don't know, man. You guys all. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's, it's better than it's, okay. It's more of the imagery that Kiss was back than it was the songs. Plus the production sounds Immaculate on it. It sounds yep. the album sounds amazing. Agreed. Sonic, I agree. Sonically, sonically, yes. sonically and imagery, they're back. If you yeah. take that imagery and you take those sonics and throw them onto the Crazy Night songs, Crazy Nights is way better. Ooh. All right, all right, all right. More terrible takes. Um, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not with my way. Is my way still on that? And is, my way. Uh, my way didn't. Even, my way didn't even make the tournament. It was in my bracket. I put it in. And not an I'll fight fucking Joey Casada to hold you, whatever that song is. Uh, then the battle of the theme songs. Bruce Kulick, hey guys, Bruce Kulick loves to say that God gave rock and roll is his era's anthem. And Bruce Kulick went up God gave the- rock and roll to win his <laughs> entire tournament. And God love Bruce Kulick, who we love and adore. That poor guy posted his bracket on social media and got bludgeoned by assholes out there. <laughs> and I'm like, this is Bruce Kulick. Just give the guy a break. It's his song. <laughs> he was on re- to the point uh, that he emailed us like, he emailed fuck? us. The, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> These Kiss fans are really passionate. He was trying to, because Bruce is the nicest guy in the world. Uh, he emailed Bruce. us. He emailed us. He goes, pretty much saying your listeners are a bunch of fucking assholes. What the hell? Like, oh, wow. my God. Poor Bruce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Rock and roll night just stomp, curb stomp. God gave rock and roll as it should have. 
Yeah. Mr. Speed against one of the worst Kiss songs that's loved, and that is Crazy Nights. Thank Let you. Let me tell you right now, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get to it, but Mr. Speed making it to the Elite Eight. Yes. Shocking. Pleasantly surprised, but shocking. Love it. Me Love too. It. Me too. Uh, forever against Ladies Room. Terrible. Te- I love Forever, but Ladies Room is one of my all-time favorite Gene songs. Forever love Ladies is Room. just such a great song. So it Forever wins around. so we'll take that, non-makeup. Yeah. I Love It Loud against Nothing to Lose. Come on. Terrible. Me. Joey, Nothing please, to tell, lose. please tell us who nah, should have won this. Now, hold on a second. Oh, no. Listen, go. you got to take it for what it is. I Love It Loud is shoved down our throat, so we hate it. We Now we hate it. If you put on Creatures of the Night, Yep. And you put on I Love It Loud. Try to listen to it with clean ears. It sounds awesome. It's, it's fucking great. It's not better than it's, nothing to lose. Yes, it is. Um, I don't know. So take a song thing I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting it on right now ahead of nothing to lose. But just because I've heard it too many times, the recorded version on Creatures is incredible. It is. I agree. Here's the thing I will say. I have a hard time when I listen to a new album that I just bought from a band, like to listen it first time through, like what I like. If you bought, okay, Creatures, and you listened, and I Love It Loud came on for the first time, there's no way that chorus doesn't stay with you. Oh, okay, I would yeah. say, I would say the same thing for Nothing to Lose. The I don't remember when I got back into Kiss, and I'm like, Nothing to Lose must be a cover. It's so fucking catchy. What is that? A Beatles song or a Be- Beach Boys? The chorus and everything, that's another one that would stick with you. Both of those songs have such catchy choruses. Yeah, and I so, yeah, I can see, and I Love It Loud is more um, popular to the Kiss fans out there because they don't, they play it every time. Exactly. Heaven's on Fire versus Got to Choose, another overrated song. Thank God, Got to Choose is horrendous. It's not just overrated, (laughs) it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's circle back to this bracket. DRC versus Christine 16, not even close, I'm assuming. Nope. Cold Gin versus Rock and Roll All Night. Once again, Rock and Roll All Night gets knocked out in the second round. No offense, what a boring matchup. (laughs) Uh, You know what I mean? It's two classics. Fatigue songs. I know, I know, but yikes. Yeah. Ace called Ace Rope Cold Gin. Ugh. Yeah. This next matchup was blew me away. All right. Um Mr. Speed against Forever. Two great I, songs. I cannot believe and I love I cannot believe a quote unquote hit like Forever, a ballad lost to the deepest of deep cuts, which it's probably not even a deep cut anymore because it's coming nope. out full. Nope. Yeah, it's one of those things, the same thing, like I said with Unholy, the idea of Mr. Speed is better than the songs. It's it's a good song. I love it. Yeah. The but demo's better. It, it's just, over the years, it's become this cult classic that yes. people go, oh, God, Mr. Speed, oh my, it's the greatest song ever. It's yep. okay. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All these songs that people are like, oh, I wish they played this. Okay. None of these songs are fucking Stairway to Heaven or Freebird that right. will mind-numbing fuck you for years to come because you heard the guitar solo and it meant something to you. All these songs are good songs. So you'll live if you don't hear Mr. Speed. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. All right? So now you got I Love It Loud versus Heaven's on Fire. Shocking. I thought the fatigue on I Love It Loud would lose. Yeah. There That's is a surprise. There is no planet where... I love it loud is better than heavens on fire. No planet for me. Heavens on fire. I don't care if it's fatigued or overplayed. 
Jericho raves about it. It's his favorite non-makeup song, I yeah. believe. It's still awesome. I love it. Again, it's hard because it is so overplayed, yeah. but it really is. It's a perfect song. It's it is. a phenomenal, phenomenal song. It's just that we've heard it so many times. But again, if you take it, don't listen to it now the way they do it now. Put on Animal Eyes yep. and put on Heavens on Fire. It's or put amazing. on the video. It's fucking great. Yep. You know what I think of, guys? I think of when I was in junior high and I just got back into Kiss and stuff and I was buying the cassettes and buying them back. What yeah. I felt and thought of when when I had the animalized cassette and Heaven's on Fire and I got to play that song on my cassette no, player. Me too. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. You're like, you're dr- you're so driven to get to it. So, yep. All right. So now we're at DRC versus Cold Gin. Another curb stomp, I'm assuming. It was. Yep. Mr. Speed versus I Love It Loud. I, I can not believe Mr. Speed beat it. Not, I can not believe i this to me we had a lot of shocking outcomes in this tournament i mean it was close it was 53 47 but just shocking shocking that mr speed beat a a song that is just like a disease you can't get out of your head think of the hits it beat it beat crazy nights it beat forever and it beat i love it loud that's insane that's a right It's the idea of it. It's I'm telling I think you, you're right. Pe- people, it's this cult favorite all of a sudden that people have to vote for. Yep. Yep. Well, the Bob Kulik demo version on the box set is so much better. Just the extra guitar fills he does yep. makes it so much better. Then it just, it went up against the juggernaut. It wasn't going to beat it. Detroit Rock City versus Mr. Speed. Detroit Rock City makes it in the final four. Yeah. No, no chance. How close was that, Tom? Not, not close? That, that was 74-26. Yeah, yeah, not close. Yeah, I don't think Detroit Rock City really had much competition until the final. I think, I think, yeah, I think the biggest competition was the final. Yep. All right, let's get to the last bracket. Ace, lick it up versus Creatures of the Night. I cannot fucking believe what happened here. The number one seed, and Tom and I almost did not have Creatures of the Night in this tournament. That's a just out of curiosity. Why do you have creatures as sixteen? How does that work? Because in our opinion, because it almost didn't make the tournament at all. We were almost going to do a play in a play in matchup like the NCAA tournament. We're like, ah, we'll throw it at a sixteen, and it beats fucking lick it up. (laughs) Yeah, it's just one of those songs that I don't, I don't know. We're online. We're social Kiss fans. I've never heard really that much clamor for creatures of the night. The song, the album, I get. It has a big fandom, but the song? I think in general, just because it's on the album that I agree. love so much. It's but work. I really thought I I was I thought Lick It Up had that it's a classic non-makeup kiss song. I thought I thought that would at least win that. So how the fuck did it lose Lick It Up? We put it as a number one seed. Yep. I mean, even to the point where it's so I remember when I first fucking heard Kiss was back. And I wasn't into them again, but I heard about Kiss is playing and they had this song called Lick It Up, which I thought was, oh, my God, that's so dirty. And then you heard the riff and they're doing that. It was so badass that they were back with the song. We know what we hear Lick It Up now. We hear it every time and we get fatigued with it and stuff. And the only problem I have with it, that fatigue factor, but it's still such a over the top, catchy riff, awesome fucking chorus. And even the family guy talked about how douchey it is. But every time he was in, the, they were in the Hummer, 
No matter what station it was in on the Hummer, <laughs> it, played it would it go up. to fucking lick it up. That's fucking awesome. So I got a f- hilarious anecdote. The timing couldn't have been more perfect. So the day of my of our recording, my son, who's a freshman out at, in college, sends me this text and says, I randomly decided to look up Kiss music videos on YouTube. This is him word for word. The lick it up music video is making me extremely uncomfortable. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's an apocalyptic world that we're living in. And I have Did to you eat not, meat on a stick and beat did up Did you people. not teach him about the birds and the bees, Tom? Does he understand what lick it up means? No, that that he gets. He's talking about the video itself. What is happening with like with all of them? Oh, I just thought it was hilarious. I just thought Incredible. it was Incredible. I love it. Wonderful. Firehouse, do you love me? Tough matchup for me. Tough matchup for me. Classics. Firehouse. I love it. Yep. Uh, Rocket Ride versus watching you. Two great riffs. Another tough matchup. Can't believe Rocket Ride beat watching. Rocket Ride's underrated for me. I love it. It's a great song. I do too. The riffs are awesome on that. But watching you, what do we think of Tom? Winterland all the time. Oh my God. It's just so fucking awesome. God of Thunder and Who Wants to Be Lonely? Thank God, God of Thunder won. Speaking of overrated, go ahead. Oh, oh I, I know I picked Who Wants to Be Lonely is my favorite non-makeup song. I love it. Is really? it real? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it the Paul Stanley video with the chest hair and shit? It's just so goddamn catchy. It's a great, great song. It is good song. It's not God of Thunder is just legendary at this point. Million to One versus Not for the Innocent. Two great Lick It Up songs. And a, yes. I'm glad that people know the brilliance of A Million to One. Tough matchup. Yep. Yep. Uh, love gun versus love her all I can. No, another tough matchup. Yep. For, for me, at least. For me, at least. Sure knows something versus 100,000 years. Thank this, God. Sure this should have been 100% to zero. <laughs> sure knows something was is not. incredible. All right. I, I stole your love versus a good song, Fits Like a Glove. Joey, where do you stand on Fits Like a Glove? It's funny, like even from the Animalized Live Uncensored, yeah. I like Fits Fits Like a Glove, but I and I love it on Animalized Live Uncensored. I love it, but I didn't understand after that time period. Listen, it's, it's on Lick It Up, and then they play it on the Animalized tour. After that, it really was never a hit. It never really took off anywhere. I'm not sure why do they keep playing it. Throughout it the eighties, it got the, the thing it's that blew me away is how the why. thing that blew me away is how it got legs and made it onto that that famous Hot in the Shade set list. Right, how, I, out of Hot in the Shade, they revamped everything, brought in all the old seventy stuff. How did it's that just, get on there? It's out of place. I like the song, me too. But it doesn't fit. What into, are they going to put on there the from seven? Gene in that time period and on the eighth day? I think you're right. on, that's the that's the problem. There was nothing from Gene they could have put in that from that era. Not for the innocent. I mean, I don't know if it's a great live song, but not for the innocent. He doesn't know how to act, though, to do that song anymore. Yeah. You know, versus Fits Like a Glove is a kind of a sex song. Besides, you got Paul shaking his ass and being a buffoon (laughs) to the camera in Animalized Live. (laughs) I just think think their their mindset at that point was fast, aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Fits Like a Glove was. Young and wasted, same thing, right? Yep. Yes. Creatures of the Night versus Firehouse. What Come the on, fuck? people. What's Come on, wrong people. With you people. This is right. Creatures of the Night. Oh, oh, my God. 
Uh, Rocket Ride versus God of Thunder. Thank God, God of Thunder. No, won. Rocket Ride. Rocket Ride is ten thousand times better than God of Thunder. A million to one versus Love Gun. Sorry, a million to one's a better song. It's but not Love Gun song. was it's not going to fucking. It, a million to one is a great. So that's another song. I'm sorry. That is another song that has fallen into the Mr. Speed world of. Agreed. It's Worth so it. underrated. It's a, it's the best Paul Stanley song. It should have been a hit. I'm trying to think of another solo that I like better in the 80s than the A Million to One solo. It's by a Green. great song. I agree. The I love fucking it. solo is yeah. brilliant. Listen, I, like I love A Million to One. And if you ask me what I want to put on right now to sing along to and listen to, it's A Million to One. Great song. Love, love Gun is perfect. Yes, it's a, agreed. It's, a perfect it's, it's tiring. It is, but that doesn't it's mean only, it's not but, good. Yeah, but that doesn't it's mean only it's not tiring good. because we've experienced it so yeah, much. You want me to come out there? No, don't come. No, out but there. you can, you're associating Love Gun yes. with that horse shit, which is yeah, terrible. That's why exactly. put on the studio version from Love Gun. Put the on album, that bucket. It's fucking yeah. the best. It's the best. The guitar solo is insane. It's perfect. The best. Um, and and then I like the version where they don't have the back where Paul's not singing. Right. Yes, part I, two. I think yeah. that's on yeah. smashes. I think they do it like that. Ugh, it's great. Terrible. <laughs> I hate that. Um, album. Sure. No something versus I stole your love. I'm sorry. This was tough for me. I got to tell you right now, this was like picking between like my two loved ones, because these are two of my personally all time favorite kiss songs off two of my all time favorite kiss albums. I think I, I, I think I may have closed my eyes and just, picked one i don't know i think i picked i stole your love but my god tough matchup sure no something is a song that i put on my car and my daughter goes can you play that one kiss song yep. she goes to it she it's, loves show no something yep joey right. where do you stand on this matchup just two different ends of the spectrum i love show no something it but is. you can't deny again love gun probably my favorite kiss record yep you can't deny i stole i stole your love i, I mean, agree god i agree they kick into that as an opener yep undeniable Creatures of Night versus God of Thunder. Thank God somebody fucking pulled uh, a win over Creatures. Oh, my God. Uh, God of Thunder wins that. Love Gun versus I Stole Your Love. Now, people Oof. will say the exact a, same thing you've been saying about what a match the overratedness. I Stole Your Love beat out legendary Love Gun. I agree. That's a huge upset. That was a surprise was to it, me. Was it close, Tom? Let's take a look. I Stole Your Love versus... Uh... It was it was fifty five to forty five, so fairly close. A, a lot of votes, a lot of votes. So fifty five, forty five. All right, God of Thunder versus I stole your love, and then Thank I God. stole your love Thank, one. Thank God, I, I stole like your that. Yeah, I, I, like I don't like it. I don't like that, dude. God, God of Thunder. Can, I can like the studio version. And I like the alive too, like the fucking heavy version. See, this is the thing I laugh about here. You were complaining about plotting songs. There is no song plotting her than God of Thunder. But there, the Ezrin effect on this song, the okay. little kids, the fucking chains, you can hear shit in the background. The din, 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 din. It's just this four. I can't, I, 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 I fucking love it. I cannot stand it live. I God fuck, of it's, Thunder it's so only incredible live. It only it's almost like a soundtrack song to a movie, like a classical soundtrack song. Yeah. Where you're yeah. picturing yep. you gotta picture the imagery of God of Thunder or it doesn't work. And yeah. that's why I think it works so well because you're picturing the blood, you're picturing Gene, you're picturing all the fire. Fair. Without Fair. that stuff, it 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 it's it's a good song. It, it's yeah. not a great song. Yeah. 
I love it. And the other thing that I think of the image of God of Thunder, I think of that VH1 honors fucking when all those musicians came out to do it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the fucking way they did it fast, the fast and heavy version of it. And uh, what's his name? Uh, And Rob Zombie, the way he was fucking singing and moving his legs and fucking Tommy Lee and the guitars and Ace was out there. Fucking awesome. Awesome live crazy version. It was good. So now we got the final four. Black Diamond versus Strutter. DRC versus I Stole Your Love. Black Diamond fucking beat Strutter. Thank God. Yes. And Detroit Rock City, I was nervous against I Stole Your Love. Both of these matchups were blanket beatings. Really? 60-something to 30-something on both of them. Wow. Yep. Then we get to the final. Black Diamond, Detroit, Rock City. How close did Black Diamond come? 60 to 40, DRC. I think Crazy. that is D- the closest D- they, they had. DR- DRC pulled like a like a 92 Duke University run in this. They just <laughs> crushed. They crushed everybody. And they did it and they did and they did it in the makeup madness tournament too. They they no matchup is close pretty much with DRC. Ever. I was curious. I don't remember what it was, DRC versus Deuce, but I'm sh- I don't think it was close either mm-hmm. then. You know, the, the, the Detroit Rock City Black Diamond matchup is, is very so classic to me. And I think that's what I had in my final two as well. I'm not positive, but uh, Black Diamond is more of that stairway to heaven, you know, anthemic, you know, epic type song with all the different changes and the different parts and the imagery and the and the, the emotion where Detroit Rock City is just that straight ahead, Balls. undeniable catchy song catchy probably the best guitar solo ever maybe such a great perfect song it they're two ends of the spectrum i wouldn't i wouldn't have been disappointed if either one of them won but i understand why detroit rock city wins yeah me too yeah i don't think we can top this one this was a lot of fun yeah but i love the fucking conversation we can have and people can have with their kiss friends well, sit down I, I, and break these songs and discuss them and go back and forth and it doesn't mean any one of us is right if they have a feeling about one song versus the other but it is funny how a lot of the way we describe these songs is through the eyes of how kiss fans think of these songs not yeah. our own personal i also just as a personal side note i i love no, I love talking about the tournament every year. And Joey, this is the first time you've joined us, and it's obviously awesome. But for me, this has been a nice palate cleanser over the last two weeks with dealing with the ace shit. And I know it was fun <laughs> and entertaining. And but when when we have episodes where we're talking about the music, I love these episodes. I love the drama and the bullshit with Ace and whatever and bitching about Paul and stuff. But when you talk about the music, this is this is why we love the band. Yeah, listen, we bitch all the time. We, you know, the Festivus episode is so much fun. Oh, we yeah. Love to, we yeah. love to complain. But at the end of the day, it's there's the music. Nothing, there's nothing better than Kiss music. That's right. Yeah. So, like to congratulate again our winner, Josh Brown. Yep. Uh, great job. And we really want to thank our sponsors. Thank you goes out to ABCPA Inc., uh, Tommy Barone. Uh, we want to thank you. Got to thank our our buddies over at Gene Simmons Money Bag Sodas. Uh, Thank you for helping us out along the way and uh, uh, for hooking up the winner with a pack of sodas and a T-shirt. And also, we got to thank, once again, Jersey Ninjas. Uh, Second time they've helped us out and sponsored uh, 
uh, giveaway for us. Got to check out them. Their website, awesome Kiss jerseys. They've got Iron Maiden jerseys. They've got great shirts that I'm going to, like, for instance, they have a blend of the Patriots colors on a Bruins jersey. So they'll take your football team. We're going to get that for Joey. Yeah, they'll take your football team colors and put it on your hockey team's jersey. So it's fan fucking tastic. So it's, if you like, the, like I don't know if it's the Giants and you put them on the Rangers uniform, it's fucking Yuck. great. So yeah, oh, I know what a what now, a loser all, shirt that is. All of a sudden, you pique my interest here. What's yeah. going on here? Man, but anyways, man, man, thank you loser. to the three sponsors, and they'll also get a shout it out loudcast t shirt. Woohoo! That's right. Um, That's right. Thank you guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll end on no, not end. And we usually go to question of the week. But this time, since Joey's a guest, we'll let Joey ask a question for all of us. All right, you goofy morons. If you could go back in time, one moment of in history, you're a fly on the wall. You get to experience it. What's the moment? Oh, I'll tell you mine while you think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cause this is a good one. And I know it's, it's probably a ridiculous moment to go back to, but I don't know why. And it's something I always, I'm always so curious about in the grand scheme of history. I want to be a fly on the wall in the studio when Peter comes in with the music stand for that last rehearsal. <laughs> I want to see what happens. I want to see, are they telling the truth? Could Peter really not play anymore? Or are they just so done with his antics that it didn't matter if he could play well anymore? They were cutting him loose anyway. I'm so curious about what really happened that day. What do you guys got? Uh, uh, me, I would say, I'm trying to think of like a jubilant moment. Like, So I would say, how about this? I would like to be in the dressing room when they got off the stage at Tiger Stadium after the first night. And hang out with them afterwards and see if there were some camaraderie, some love, and they like, you know, hug each other and they'd be like, we fucking did it. And just love be it. around them for that night. I yeah. think that was, I think if you think about it, that might be their most triumphant moment in the band's history. For me, I would want to be a fly on the wall during the photo shoot for Alive 2, watching oh. them do the gate, watching them do the gatefold shoot. All those poses. If you go online, that that entire photo album of shots. That's my favorite era. Joey, it's my favorite Kiss album. I mean, I love Love Gun, but Alive Two Encompass all that. And just just seeing them in action, taking those photos and seeing kind of how that iconography was just made. Alive Two. Yeah, I yeah, thought you were going to say I mean, hotter than hell. Oh yeah, oh that's a good photo shoot to be a part of too. That's right. That's right. Tom wouldn't have made it out of there alive. <laughs> Oof, yikes. Yeah. Guys, Tom's uh, got Tom goes to bed at, at 10:30. He can't make it. He, he would No, it's make thir- it. it's Thursday night. I can I can hack it. I'm good. I'm good. It's Thursday night. Tom, where can people find us? Go to our website. We love when people check out our website. Shout it out loudcast.com. All the episodes are on there. Everything. Links to buy merch. Do the uh, Patreon is there. You can join through there. You can join all our social media. Everything's there. All the episodes, comments, questions, everything right through the website's the best place. If you want to go old fashioned email, you can do so at shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. 
Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that great stuff. Another big shout-out to all our Patreons. We love you guys. And, again, another shout-out to Josh for being a Patreon and the tournament winner. And we always like to say that we're a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows. Yeah, don't forget to DM us Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us one of those five-star child reviews um and i always like to repeat the website shout it out loudcast.com shout it out loudcast.com as tom mentioned uh, you want to support the show you make sure you give us one of those five-star reviews join our patreon and uh check out our amazon store and our merch store make sure you go in there and see what's up then also our email, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Joey, where can people find you? Yo, obviously all on social media at Joey Casada. You can check me out on all the platforms. Go to my YouTube page, Joey Casada on YouTube. Check out all my videos, my podcast, Top Five with Joey Casada's on there. All my episodes, we have new episodes every week, are dropping Friday. Audio on Friday, video on Saturdays every week. Check me out. Again, follow me. I'm with Eric Martin all summer. We'll be playing some shows this summer. Just recorded some stuff with Ace. Hopefully, the album will be out. I'm hoping soon, maybe sooner than later. I I, I don't really know a release date, but uh, check us out. ZO2 is back, my original band. We got a new record coming out this summer. Check us out. Awesome. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, we like to end with famous last words. Joey, do you have any for us? Oh, geez. I mean, uh, I think I did this on uh, one of my one of my shows. The the worst lyrics I've ever heard. But this it doesn't play well in today's world. But when she says stop, baby, go go go. <laughs> That's thanks. Nice. So not, not only are you offending multiple races of people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're minimizing what? date rape. Wonderful. I, I would never offend racists. You you racist idiots did that. Look, racist. I like to say I like to say, welcome new listeners. Thanks for participating because this is the last episode. <laughs> Tom? That's my goal every time I come on. Hopefully I close you guys down. <laughs> Thank well, I'm, you. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite songs that probably should have made it to the finals, and that is you never stop running around. You pick me up. Then you could still put me down. Woohoo. All right. 12 o'clock. I got a rock. There's a truck ahead. Light staring at my eyes. Oh, my God. No time to turn. I got to laugh because I know I'm going to die. Why? Because I'm in Kiss. Because I didn't have my electric bike. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy. Tom, Joey Casada, Loudcasters, Theo Tutards, anybody listening out there, thank you. Joey, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. We have a blast as always. Thank you, buddy. And Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Joey, say something nice. Visit Frankie Z's XYZ Inc. <laughs> for your all your tax problems. If you're a, if you're Tom and Zeus, who obviously have major tax issues, you're going to need all the underhanded help you can get with BBQ Inc. I love my tax accountant. He's a great guy. 
Jesus Christ. Hey, Tom, it says here you made $3 last year. What the fuck does this say? Why do I only make $3? You got to call BBQ.com to get your taxes taken care of. <laughs> How do I write off $50,000 in merchandise sales? Hold on. You can't write off my BQC Inc. Uh, sponsorship on Shout It Out Loudcast. That's too much. Shut your mouth, Casada. Peace out, Girl Scout. What is this? You put gas, you know, propane. If I had a gypsy in a van and I open the gas, will it yeah, finish was, him? Probably. Yes? Yeah. How many gypsies could I finish with one canister? However many had in the van. Well, let's say I wanted to uh, um, finish lives of 20 gypsies. Would this be enough? Maybe the bigger one. Uh, the bigger one. Yeah. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.